in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear friends and my dear brethren, today the atmosphere during this Mass is very different than the previous Sundays. Now the vestments are already violet. The Gloria is no longer sung. The word, the joyful word, Alleluia, is no longer pronounced during the Mass. It is indeed not Lent, but it's a pre-Lent. It's a pre-Lenten season, which is called Septuagesima. Septuagesima Sunday, today. We heard the words, Circum dederunt me. We are captive. And Septuagesima, the word itself means, comes from Latin, that means 70th. And we do remember indeed how, how it refers. It represents mystically the Babylonian captivity during these 70 years. 70 years of being far from their native land. 70 years by being also far from God, physically. We are also captive, dear brethren. And here in these worlds, in this valley of tears, as captives, as almost slaves, we have to walk, we have to suffer, we have to endure pains. But we know about the rewards. We know that the good Lord calls us to walk and places us here on earth for a certain purpose and has a special plan. If we read the Gospel today, we just heard about these uh, different uh, laborers who were called, who were invited to work in the vineyard. The vineyard of the Lord is, of course, an image of uh, our souls. Our souls here, working, performing virtue, trying to gain some merit throughout our life with the expectation, the insurance, the assurance of the eternal rewards in heaven with our Lord Jesus Christ. But there is, of course, unfortunately, a great enemy of these rewards. And this enemy of these rewards is ourselves. Ourselves, our own pride, our personal pride that constantly works against God's plan. It is our personal pride that always nourishes these, all these ideas of um, equality, equality between all the workers. We just heard about that in the Gospel. There is no injustice for these workers. Okay, they have worked differently. They have been called at different times of the day to work in the vineyard of the Lord, but they have all been rewarded. And there is no injustice. This rather shows God's benevolence, God's mercy, God's generosity towards all. So there's definitely not injustice, no injustice, but there is on our side a constant and unfortunately a renewed pride in our soul that works against God's plan. This pride often tells us that we deserve greater than we do reward, a greater reward. And there is this constant sentiment as well of equality. Just think about this world. Who was the first one who wanted to be equal to God? The evil one, the devils. All the devils wanted to be like God immediately. 
and they want this equality of things. So each time God invites us to labor during the day of our life, the devil, through our own pride, also invites our souls to fight against God's invitation and lead us to fall, to sin. God invites us in one way, but on the other way, the other hand, the devil also mirrors God's invitation. But the result is, of course, the direct opposite. It's a reward of immediate pleasure. And that leads to eternal suffering in hell. Nevertheless, there is always something very comforting, very encouraging for our souls. Even if we are different, different of, with different skills, different here on earth by working, different privileges, different vocations, we all have a common point. We all, we have all been called to labor on the kingdom of God. And the reward is the same for all of us, which is eternal happiness in heaven. And this is something always very encouraging, very comforting for our souls. We will be rewarded as Catholics, as members of the mystical body of Christ by the, the vision of God forever in heaven. So it's important for us, dear friends, to meditate seriously on these different workers that were, were called at different times of the day. There is an image that we could keep in mind is how, work, how God works, worked in history, on the history of the whole world. We could see the first hour as a time between Adam to Noah, the third hour between Noah to Abraham, the sixth hour could be seen as from Abraham to Moses, and then the ninth hour from Moses to Jesus, and the eleventh hour from Jesus, the time of our Lord Jesus Christ, to the end of the world. But there is a different one. We could also see all these different times throughout the day as our personal life. One day in the gospel could be like our life at God's, upon God's eyes. We have received baptism at a certain time in our life. Other ones have been baptized a bit later as adolescents, as adults, even at a more mature time. But the important thing is really to respond to God's grace. And even if we have received baptism, if we have been received, if we were received in the mystical body of Christ when we were babies, when we were young, we still have to work on this daily conversion to be really part of grace of, with our Lord Jesus Christ and to work every day trying to be united with God's, gra God's grace, performing virtue throughout our life. And we know how slow our nature is. We know how easy it is to fall when we see small obstacles. Our fallen nature indeed is slow to understand the ways of God. But remember the word of St. Augustine in his Confessions. He wrote, I have looked thee late, my God, but I love thee now. I love thee now. 
and seek to love thee more and more every day. This must be our spiritual program, dear friends, by meditating on, the, on today's gospel with all these laborers. And our resolutions must be really to work hard, but always for the glory of God, for our personal sanctification, and for the edification of all our neighbors. We must, dear friends, at the beginning of this Lenten season, during this pre-Lenten season, be aware of the obstacles against work, against, against this work that we rewarded by the beatific vision of God. These obstacles are laziness. And the second important obstacle will be procrastination. I'm sure you all know about that, how laziness really is the greatest enemy to success, how procrastination is a thief of time and success. So it's important for us at the beginning of this season, Septuagesima, to free ourselves from such spirits. So what are the remedies again? We must have the great desire to embrace fully God's will, to discern His will, to discern as well, to notice all the, the possible obstacles against God's will in our life. But in the same time, we must always have recourse to the saints, the great workers, and make some good decisions, good, good remedies. And the Church gives us good remedies. So this is, of course, prayer. And one of the great things, one of the most important things that we should really make now at this time is pray daily. Pray to St. Joseph. Remember how that uh, Pope Francis has dedicated this new year, 2021, to St. Joseph. We are living, we are working, we are growing in this vineyard, on the vineyard of the Lord, under the intercession of St. Joseph. St. Joseph is the patron of all workers. With him, we must ask for his help, ask for his intercession to dry the sweat of our brow. He will show us, he will intercede for us, he will encourage us to give us the value of our, to our toil. And he will, of course, in all circumstances, in all difficult part of our life, really teach us to turn the work into a very high instrument of sanctification. To turn work into an instrument of sanctification. But not tomorrow. Not at the end of the day, but right now. And the second intercessor that I would recommend you to invite in your life and to pray to is a saint who is not very known. His name is Saint Expeditus. Saint Expeditus was, or Expedite, was a Roman soldier. And when he, he heard about Christianity, as soon as he heard about the world and the sacrament of baptism and being the possibility to become partaker of the heavenly court, by the sacramental baptism, as soon as he heard this vocation, this call, he wanted to, to receive baptism. So he started his preparation, but at the same time, he heard a raven. 
that uh, came close to him and that was making this uh, noise, uh, crass, crass, like crow. And crass in Latin means tomorrow. And St. Expeditus saw in this animal, this black bird, this raven, an image of the evil one who wanted to tell, to tell him, think about your conversion tomorrow, reschedule your, your conversion. And this is why St. Expeditus is um, usually represented by crushing a raven under his head. He refused the evil's invitation and killed him. He killed his temptation to reschedule his conversion. And instead, he is also represented by carrying in his hand a cross on which it is written, Odie, today. Today I will walk, today I walk, today I walk on my own conversion. My dear friends, dear brethren, let us especially pray to St. Joseph, let us pray to St. Expeditus to, to gain heaven, to be rewarded. And let us always remember that regardless when we were called by the Lord, regardless who was called around us, before or after us, there is only one important question that we must ask ourselves every day in our prayer. Are we doing the works that are worthy of reward in eternal life? Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.